What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now entering... Nerdist.com Oh yeah Oh we're getting up in here You shall get out You have a beautiful singing voice You accept this rose into your world Oh What do you think of that Al? Oh, girl, you look good in those jeans. Oh, welcome to Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arda Marine. Sorry for the delay. It's going to be a shorter podcast. I am here with my brother, the infamous, you've heard so much about him, Folke Elric Wilhelm Marine, a.k.a. Alaric, a.k.a. Big Al, a.k.a. Al Myron. Hello, Alaric. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. It's very exciting to be here. Oh, my God. I bet you must be. Are you nervous? I'm, I'm, I'm petrified. Okay. Now. Okay. I'm sitting here. I'm in Little Compton, Rhode Island. I'm with my brother, Alaric. Alaric. Hi. Hello. Um... This is sort of a weird podcast this week. We are in Little Compton. We are at home and our dad just passed away and I don't want to freak anybody out, but that that's the cycle of life. That is what happened. That is what happened. That is what happened and we are here and my dad was a very funny man and he gave us a lot of our humor and... And, and yes, and we're hanging out in the room where we watched quite a lot of television we, with we, him growing up. He loved television. He loved television. We watched the news every night. Every starting night from like when we were toddlers. Yeah, we and, know a lot about local Rhode Island newscasters. Uh, and then uh, I have to talk this towards this way. And then the Matt. He loved Matt. We watched Mash and Barney Miller. And Taxi. then and then there was a whole period where like he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to watch the birthdays on Entertainment Tonight. That's right. I and mean, I remember he would he had to watch the birthdays on Entertainment Tonight and he his only goal for me was for me to make it on if if I didn't make it on the birthdays by the on Entertainment Tonight by the time I was twenty seven that I was it's not that I would not have made it. I don't think I've ever made the birthdays on Entertainment Maybe no. they'll hear this podcast and feel maybe it'll be like a make a wish in like reverse for my dad. <laughs> yeah. And they maybe but then I don't actually want maybe this they could do it this year in Sam twenty seven. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that would actually be the real gift. Well, you know, you still got a couple years to go. Oh my god, so. thank you so much. Yes. You look great for your twenty you can you just started to be able to rent a car, didn't you? Yes. And Elric, just so just for promotion, because you know what we're all about the pro you got a dollar dollar store. 
Alaric is actually the CEO. That is of, false. <laughs> what, what are what are you? I am I am a co-founder. He's the co-founder. For any of you guys who are like, I want to get fit, but I live in a cold climate, and it's hard for me in the wintertime, especially to get fit, or I have a small child and I can't leave the house, but I like riding bikes. He started this company called Zwift, and it's really cool. You should look it up. Z W I F T is basically like bike racing but inside but you are actually racing real people who are also racing you and like and like courses that are the like the tour de france different courses they have an island called zwift island it's very cool yeah that that is about that's about half true but basically close enough what's the falsehood no no it's close enough anyway it's it's a big thing with cyclists so uh, if you know any cyclists let them know and they and and get them on there what do you think i do <laughs> uh, I, I assume you work at the mall. <laughs> well, I, Not there's anything wrong with working at the no, mall. No, no. I, I just, I have because I always hang out at Orange Julius. Yes. Um, um, yeah, our dad did love, you know what, just to give a little shout out to our dad, Willie Marine, he loved television, he loved the movies, he loved the movies. He that loved guy, the movies almost so, as much as we, all three, all of us love the movies. We all love the movies. He saw pretty much every movie. He actually went alone to see the Hannah Montana movie, which made me wonder if he was going to become on the Amber Alyssa alert. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're a, an adult male going alone to see the Hannah Montana, like a matinee of the Hannah Montana movie, that is like the guy that you want to call the feds on uh that, that's true that's really creepy he also saw the spice girls movie alone <laughs> yeah but you know i mean it, it all passed on to us i mean i have cried watching you know the justin bieber concert movie i you know what i and, and the gaga concert movie on, on planes like I, I did them back to back and i was like you wept like a baby i was like oh that's so sweet they're like i haven't seen gaga's is it good Oh, Gaga leaves it all on the stage. Well, I remember I have seen the Bieber one because I got a text out of the blue from mom, Janet Marine from Little Compton Real Estate. And for all your summer rental needs, I got a text from her out of the blue a few years ago. This was like when he was younger. And it just said, Justin Bieber is liquid gold. And I didn't know what she was like. It was unexplained. I didn't know that she had just seen the movie. It was just like this. It was one of the stranger texts I've ever received. Yes. It just said, Justin Bieber is liquid gold. So I had to go see the movie. And I would think that was a fair assessment. She lost interest in him and started getting tattoos and like doing Molly and stuff like that. But she did make me... I remember mom made me when I was having a really hard time one year. Um, I had like four terrible things happen in a week. And Janet Marine doesn't suffer babies. And she kind of like heard me moping for like two days. And I just got this intervention phone call that said, you need to get up, get off the couch, and watch the Katy Perry movie. I'm like, what? She goes, you need to watch the Katy Perry movie. And you know what? I watched it, cried like a baby, and I was like, she was right. Like, I do need to watch the Katy Perry movie. You need a little Kit Kat in your life. Have you seen it? Uh, That's one of the ones I've not seen. Oh, my God. If you cried at Beaver, you're going to, like, ball for Katy Perry. Yeah, I can believe that. I can totally believe What was the Gaga one like? What did you learn about Gaga? Uh, She... You love she her? leaves it all. She, she. I've I've seen her uh, live once briefly. You did. Uh, was she awesome? It was at a benefit. Um, she was fantastic, and you know she's incredibly talented. And uh, yeah, she leaves it all out there. You were at a benefit because you fancy because you own a skiing company. I uh, yes, I own. Uh, it's a. <laughs> it's called Trift. Trift, and yeah, it's about tr- true skiers. That's right, and not not. Not downhill. <laughs> no. Uh, no, and it's more like a like it's like it's slalom. Well, it's 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 a virtual reality version of <laughs> telemarketing. Uh, you know the thing where they they ski and shoot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we did that, that is a very specific, and that's like a big Olympic thing. The ski and shoot thing. Ski and shoot. I feel. How would you like me more if I got really good at that? I don't know. Why don't you try and see? You know what? I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to go skiing and I'm going to see how that goes for me. We, uh, 
Uh, one of the weird facts that I know about Gina Davis is that she yeah. considered being she tried. on the uh, Olympic archery team. I think she actually tried out and didn't quite make it. And it made me, uh, I already liked her, but it, liked, me it made me like Who her Who doesn't love Gina yeah. Davis? If, you've not, if you're a youngster out there and you haven't seen Thelma Louise or Tootsie, where she's a small but pivotal role in Tootsie, she's fantastic. Yeah, or The Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh my God, The Long Kiss Goodnight. <laughs> there was a phase where Alaric and I both lived in New York and we went through an action movie phase and we saw, I'm going to say, can I just discuss this with you are okay are you a fast and furious guy or have you has I've your kid a, has I've your kid cock blocked you diving into the fast and furious I've seen world a couple, well no he's seen a lot of uh no but i mean uh, having a child has prevented you from going yes, to movies I've, the amount I've, that I've you seen used a, I've, I've seen a couple and so to me i think i still think mission impossible is my favorite franchise tom crazy s time cruise actually doing all those stunts when we saw Mission impossible we saw it we took the elevator downstairs on 80, 84th and Broadway. We bought another ticket and we went back in and saw it again that night. That's right. But Long Kiss Goodnight was Gina Davis. It was basically the Bourne identity. So it was the Bourne identity and it had the same, it had one of the same actors in it. The, um, <laughs> I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he, he in, in the Long Kiss Goodnight, he plays like this like old professor who helps her out. Yeah, and, yeah. And in yeah. the Bourne identity, uh, he uh, plays a bad guy uh, yeah. who, you know, uh, ends up dead. Uh, but um, but yeah, basically that guy seemed to be making a specialty in the government trained assassin within an amnesia uh, movies. Well, the best part. So she was like a housewife who forgot that she was an assassin, like a government trained assassin. The best part is she remembers it is when she's getting water tortured on a water wheel underwater. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. I've seen it again. It's fantastic. And she comes up like chained to this water wheel. And is that the right word for it? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And and she and she comes up to her arms are like cuffed to the water wheel, and she and she is like that's when all of a sudden she be the baddest and she remembers it. Oh my god, it's, it's an incredible! It's incredible! Scene. It's, it's an a, incredible! It's a great scene. movie. Yeah, and you know, and to my mind, to my mind, the, you know, the Bourne movies are, are probably the best action movies out there. Oh my god, where, they're you know, amazing! Where Matt Damon plays a housewife with amnesia. Oh my god, who, <laughs> he's a wonderful. Yeah. The scenes, I'm torn because he's obviously a great spy, but the scenes where he's a housewife, you see the amount of pathos and his humanity is playing like a soccer mom, just bringing like it's like wow, Matt. I didn't know Matt Damon kind of looked like Mrs. Doubtfire. He had such yeah. yes, he didn't. He had great legs, but he was built like yeah. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Now, Alaric, so we all love pop culture. This, so we have, because our father's been ailing, we were here, and then you were in out working your crift, your uh, your uh, kale-eating cyber competition. So you've now, you've never seen The Bachelor before two weeks ago, but now you this is your third week in a row. We've watched it together. Yes. And you're in. You actually are invested in Rachel and her journey of love. Uh, I am invested in uh, in something, yes. So you know what? Now we're going to get one of your friends and my friends on, and one of the uh, cover your ears, ladies, if you find him too dirty, Steve Heitner. He is a friend of the podcast and a friend of Alaric's, and we're going to. He's also a Bachelor fan, so we're going to give Steve Heitner a ring, and we're going to talk about what you've learned. Let's put this on speaker. Okay, we're calling Steve Heitner. Let's hope he answers. Hello? Uh, you are on the podcast with Arden and Alaric Marine. The podcast is up and running the, already? The podcast is up and running already. We're talking about you, obviously, uh, New Willie, and we're talking about his love of pop culture, and uh, we're kind of giving a tribute to him and how he infused in us a love of pop culture and how Alaric in the last two weeks has become introduced to The Bachelor. Well, you know, that's really... Alaric, I don't know if your fans know, Alec, Alaric is a genius. He could probably... His frontal lobe alone could probably cure world hunger. And yet, Alaric, all we want to know in 2017 is your thoughts on The Bachelorette. Okay, wait a minute. Before you get... What do you think Alaric does for a living? <laughs> I think he does something... Uh, that has to do... What, what do I think Alaric does? What, like, what's your honest guess of what Alaric does for a living? <laughs> Doesn't he do something like in the... Uh, it's either medical or it's like IT. I think it's IT. I think it's like something with computers. He has like this bike race, cyber bike racing company. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, Steve... That's true? 
That's true. Oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. He used to have a commodities company where he dealt with... Oh, that's what, yeah. Now, you that's... you knew Willie. If, if you, you adored Willie. Willie adored you. It's our father's name was Willie. You adored Willie. He, he was a rascal. He was unbelievable. He, uh, he, uh, he uh, I swear, he, one day he watched me drink a martini like I was a beautiful woman removing my clothes. <laughs> At the Chateau Marmont. At the Chateau Marmont. Where else would you do that sort of activity? No, I actually felt dirty being there. I felt like, should I leave right now? Are you guys having a moment? Is this? Ha- is Steve about to fuck my dad? Like, is this happening? <laughs> there was a lot of sexual tension. Did he? Did he give you? Know, you when, did he give you direction? When, yeah, he was like asking a lot of vicarious questions about it. He was. He was saying, is it cold? Is it real cold? Because they're good when they're cold. That's right. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's frost on this. And he goes, I like that you do the twist, not the not the olives. I like the twist. I said, me too. Me too. I want you to know that when a lot of kids growing up and little girls, they, you know, they have like rubber stamps that they like of like teddy bears or hearts, or whatever. And they, they, they put a stamp on an ink pad and they put it on their papers. I had one and I don't know where, I don't know who, who in the family it could have been my grandmother, Helen, but it said extra, extra, extra dry beef eater martini on the rocks with a twist. That is true. <laughs> that is. Ah, that's. That's a good man. I had that like at the age of five that I would put on my papers. That way, if you're too uh, drunk to speak, you can just stamp it. Exactly. Too drunk to speak and they know what you want. And I think the only the only way he ever judged me is that I did drink a vodka martini and he had that look in his eye like there's no such thing, you animal. No, he was pure gin. That guy was like, yeah, pure gin. no, he never, he was, he was like, why would you have vodka when you could have a gin martini? <laughs> well, we are in... Gin is the dirtiest food. That's you know, gin came from uh, bootleggers. Oh, filthiest food. Well, we're very filthy people. I always yeah, say that the I always say that the family crest of the Marines are like two badgers fighting over a brick of cheese. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's the least I could do. So we are here in Little Compton, and just due to circumstances like that, it's so strange to me, Alaric, who. Who, who knows what Alaric does, but does have a giant frontal lobe, has now been dragged into the filthy world of The Bachelor and is actually invested in it. Alaric, who do you think is going to win? Uh, and by, by win, you mean actually like... Propose. Who's, who's she going to pick? Get a chance to propose? Yeah. Um, so we're down to Eric, Dean, and Brian. Uh, I, so when we when we say win, Alaric, we mean who ha- actually had sex with her in the uh, fantasy. Well, then I think they all won. Yeah. I think we're all winners. We're all winners. <laughs> yeah, we already have seen the sheets from after Eric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Who do you think is going to win? Well, Alaric, what's your answer to that? Um, what? Mm, I... Uh, I am in the minority in my family, but I think Eric. <gasps> I ho- do you really? Uh, I do. Oh my god, that's so exciting! I do. I hope you're right. Uh, that's the one that would make me happy. I think. I think that the uh, that the other two have um, sort of things working against them, um, and although, uh, yeah, I th- and I, it's not clear. You know, he's. It, his his biggest thing working against him, I think, is that he's uh, younger than she is, uh, and th- you know that may that, that may that may play to his detriment. Okay, but, but uh, yeah, I, I, my my guess is Eric. Um, you did have a theory last night that you had a theory that it was going to be because there's so much editing making it look like it's not going to be Peter. You had a theory that it's going to be like the Meatloaf song "Paradise by the Dashboard Lights," which is this. Wait, how does it go at the? So, yeah, so, right. So, as you all remember, Paradise by the Dashboard Some Lights. of our listeners are too young to know. So, it's a great song. If you don't know Paradise it's by the Dashboard Lights. It's an unbelievable song. It's me- a great song. song. And so, it's a duet between a man and a woman. And the man is trying to uh, talk the woman in, in, to, to the bones in, 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 into bed. The bones out. right there. I got to know right now. That's right. 
And so, and so the woman is like, it's like, no, no, you know, will you, will you, will you, do you love me? Will you love me forever? Basically like her saying, I want a ring. I don't want a boyfriend. I want a fucking ring. I I want a ring. And he's like, he's like, hold on. I need a minute. And then she presses him and it all builds to a a climax. If you know it, sing it, which is, Uh, I couldn't take it any longer. God, I was crazy crazy when the feeling came upon me like a tidal wave. Started swearing on the mother of my mother's grave that I would love you to the end of time. I swore I would love you to the end of time. So now I'm waiting till the end of time to hurry up and arrive. Cause if I gotta spend another minute with you, I don't think that I would really survive. I never break my promise, I forget my vow. But God only knows what I can do right now. I'm praying for the end of time, is all I can do. Praying for the end of time, so I can end my time with you. Right. So uh, therein lies, uh, you know, it sort of feels like she's like, I want a ring. And he's like, I, you know, I just want to like, in fact, the, the one difference is that like, he's clearly sort of like passing up on the opportunity to be in the fantasy suite with her. But basically you sort of picture him cracking under the weight of how cute she is. She's so cute. She, she wants the ring and he just wants to give her the tip. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Heidner, who do you think wins? Well, I'm getting a little tired of Peter. Um, but uh, I got feelings on all of them. First of all, you know, we love her. She's like, she's intelligent. She's got a great job. She's, she's eloquent. And how disappointing would it be if she's swayed by a couple of cheek implants? <laughs> Guess who's running out and getting cheek implants, Heidner? <laughs> oh, one's already in. I just can't go out of the house until I get the other one. I know when I see you in San Francisco, you're going to be unrecognizable. All cheeks. Oh. When we go see The Who at Outside Lands Festival, yeah. get your tickets. August 13th, we'll be there, and Heidner will be the one who's all with one new... I'll look, like, I'll look like a battering ram. You'll have one cheek, because we'll have to kickstart your campaign to get you the other cheek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or he's going to hit you up, Alaric, for money. That's right. <laughs> yes, Mr. BMX. So I would be very disappointed... If she goes, if you know, if our 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 wonderful, wonderful bachelor with all the brains and success goes for the cheek implant, but then Peter, it's like, hey, dude, I understand you don't want to get married and stuff. But you understand it's also a competition. Like you entered you know? the Bachelorette, man. Yeah, and you, everyone, uh, the other two guys are screaming they love her and they'll marry her. So uh, your whole thing about you know, well, uh, an engagement it, to me is a wedding. It's like, well, no, it's not. I kind of agree with him. Like, I think she's being a nut, but, like, that is the game. Yeah, I sort of feel like you should have gone through this thought process before you signed up for the show. Well, we had a theory last week you were talking about on the show. Katie and I were discussing, because you know how he was sort of flirty in Scandinavia? We feel like, remember when they went off to the hot tub? We feel like Uh they may have actually, like, he might have done a just the tip in the hot tub. Like, we think they may have gotten into the bone zone. And that, like, their energy feels like it's already been dissipated in a way that they might have humped in the hot tub. I don't know. You know, I mean, that's a fair theory. I just think that she's finally, like, he's not letting up. I know. The, you know. I don't know how I feel, and eventually it's breaking her down a little bit, you know. So who's going to win? Uh, well, you know, I I would love, as Alaric says, I would love to see Eric win, but I don't think he's going to. Me neither. Who do you think's going to win? I think, uh, sadly enough, I got uh, I got fifty bucks on uh, cheek implants. You need that fifty to go to your other cheek. <laughs> exactly, that goes right into the Kickstarter. Okay, so who do you think is going to be the um, who do you think is going to be the new bachelor, Dean? Uh, I do think Dean. Yeah, he's very young though, but you know they don't mind that. Uh, I have um, I have I have I have a sort of like wild card uh, thing that I'm going to throw out for the next bachelor. Please, the mooch. Oh my God, Scaramucci is going to be the bachelor, the mooch. Yeah, the only thing weirder than that would be if they went with Lee. <laughs> oh my God, dude, Lee. Okay, so we watched last night. We watched the men tell all. We could, it's such a fucking boring episode. Our favorite part was we noticed that the tickle monster the whole time was sitting in a hand chair that they never acknowledged. 
Why didn't they acknowledge that? It was funny. Yeah, it was. They clearly must have done it. And they were so excited that it was like, instead of to t- catch a predator last night, it was to catch a racist. Like, I think they were so excited that they caught a, like that they cast and then they, they cast a racist. It worked out exactly as planned. And then they're like, we cured racism. You're welcome. We're ABC. Yeah, but, yeah then they cured racism on the, on meant to sell all. But it was interesting, like, dude, if you have these feelings, how did you end up on the only bachelorette with an African-American woman? Yeah. You know, wait, let's just get let's just talk real quickly about that because that was him to take up a lot of it. He he was beating her. He was still full of shit. I did enjoy Kenny doing the sneaky snake with his hand. I felt like the guys were really articulate. I appreciated Dean, like Dean going like calling him out in the house. Like I felt like Will was really great at calling him out. Um, you know. I thought that uh, Anthony, the the road scholar, the guy who was on the horse that had to take ride through Beverly Hills, like they really put him on the spot. Like, do you admit that what you said was racist? And he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to do it. And he actually cracked. Do you think any of that got in there, or do you think he went back to his like bar with his friends making jokes about it? And he's st- like, what do you think? I I think uh, that uh, Mr. Harrison uh, had the Harrison. His name is right. Uh, Chris Harrison. Yeah, Mr. Harrison had the best point when he said, you are literally shaking in your boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think he was basically saying anything. But I do, I was amazed at, especially the African, African-American men, because they could have had a lot of anger at those moments. Yeah. How insanely eloquent they were. Oh, my God. It was, and they were like, they were like, I thought Kenny was so gracious talking about, you know, as I was filming it, I just was hurt because, like, this dude was my friend, and he was just being like, he just felt like he was out of his, like, out of his league. Like, and then afterwards, when all the tweets came out, like, you know, I felt like they were trying to cut him a break just on being a dick. And then all the tweets uh, came out, and they were like, "And what? Why did you go on the show?" Yeah, I mean, but you know, it's it, it kind of sucks when the whole thing, like you said, it's it's certain to, to catch a racist. Uh, it kind of says when the whole thing turns into so much attention on what is truly, whether he's a racist or not, a complete moron. Yeah, he's an idiot. Alark, you never saw it, but what, your takeaway, Al? That was, that was my basic takeaway, was that, you know, uh, was that he, uh, he's, he's an idiot. It, in fact, the tweets seemed more like just, you know, idiot treats to me than, than, than tweets motivated by, by well, racism. Well, he, but, he was but he's clearly, clearly, clearly misogynist. Well, he's, I'll say that much. Yeah, anybody that makes a comp, you can't, comp, you can't compare the NAACP and the KK. I mean, you're clearly a racist and a misogynist. Yeah. Clearly. I also don't believe, I also don't believe he wrote that. I, you know what? I don't even think he's like, you know, together enough to put something concise in 140 characters. I'm guessing he got that from somewhere else or somebody else said it. He's such a piece of shit. Let's move on for him. Okay, let's talk about, for a second, DeMario. Okay, I enjoyed this line. So DeMario, they're talking about the girl that came up, the random ass chick. And he says, I'm Beyonce's boyfriend. She had um, a text messages. Only call me at ha- when it's half past five. That's a side chick. Where's the optical? Where's the optics? He has a point. He's Where's a- the optic? Where's the optic proof? He's allowed to fuck girls in L.A. Like, I'm sure half those guys had that. They just didn't have some- sex with somebody so shady who's going to show up at the basketball game. Right. But the thing is, he, he got honest uh, on the show. He he completely lied to her initially. Yeah. The whole thing is like you know, dude. You, it's only cool when you're honest on the spot. Well, then he lied again. He and he called himself in the third person. He said, Demar- He said about himself, Demario didn't tell you that. And Chris Harrison said, I have it on tape. And then he yeah, said, Then he said Bill Clinton had sex with Monica. With Monica, that was his like comeback. It was just. Uh, it was like he was lying again on the mental all. Yeah, I think, you know, and when you deal with DeMarco and, and then also Lee and stuff, when you talk about some of the other guys up there, when you, when you look at the tell-all, she has, she has a choice of like five or seven really smart, intelligent, good-looking, together guys. Yeah. Which, you know, sometimes the men tell-all happens, you're like, wow, what a pack of savages. No, no. Can we talk about the outfits for a second? We gave yeah. best in show. My mom was so razzled by Josiah and his maroon pants. We gave Mariah, we gave Josiah best in show that he looked so great. And Alaric hate, yeah. 
I don't want to sound old school, but I like years ago when the women wore tight clothing. I was a bigger fan. Oh, my God. All the guys, the guys, oh, my God, Iggy and his in his stupid tight suits with the necklace outside. Alaric hated my my boyfriend, Dean. Alaric hated his, his like, camo tuxedo. I like Dean. I did not like his camo tuxedo. I, well, look, he had it. Oh, Dean had a rough night. The outfit was bad. The hair was bad. He's so beautiful, yeah, though. He's so lovable yeah, and beautiful. At all. Yeah, I mean, for me, though, um, I, I was unaware, perhaps just because I, I don't study men's fashion enough, but that um, that pocket squares were such a big thing. Everybody had pocket squares. Like 80% of them had pocket squares. Well, you know, I think a lot of that is, like, whoever does wardrobe for the show just, like, goes, oh, yeah, everyone's wearing these. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember that, like, two years ago, everyone was in V-neck sweaters. And then, and then, exactly. and then when Jordan won, everyone was in collarless leather jackets. <laughs> I think, I think that, the, yeah, I think the style has probably got that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'm sure it's just dudes that are like, all right, great. Um, yeah, oh, that's good. All right, I'll do that. So then we have, let's see, we'll just skip through some of this stuff. Um, so then Josiah saying, Waboom called somebody a joke. Josiah going, you literally cannot call anyone on the stage a joke. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was, okay. Yeah. And, and then the other dude, the, the guy who gets so riled up by the boom of Oh, yeah. Oh, the aspiring drummer, Blake. Yeah, how do you get that worked up about, you know, Kaboom? I honestly think to me they wanted they were trying to they were trying to stoke a feud between the two of them that would have gotten them on paradise. That was what we when we got so deep in, they thought that if they got enough airtime, they could be like they, I think they thought they would last longer as a controversial storyline, not realizing that Lee was there. Um, right. And so and then Demario's ex-girlfriend showing up. So I think they thought if we are like the bad guys, we can get to paradise because they knew each other before. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they did know each other before. So they were just attacking. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I, I don't want to give these guys that much credit that they can even focus through on that. But one uh, side, so one side note about Lee, just sort of skimming through these notes. Lee did admit that um, he did not pull that Kenny didn't pull him out of a van, and then Kenny goes, "Do you want me to pull you out of a van? <laughs> like, what was the gain? And why did you sit? Would you? Do you want me to pull you out of a van?" Yeah. Well, you know, you know, we knew he never pulled him out of the van. Um, of course. I think Kenny. I really didn't love the hug it out thing. No. I like the I like the verbalizing of it, man. I have a daughter, and I want her to know what a good man is, and I want to be a better man. So I could give you everything, but yeah, you know, I don't think it's good. How cute is his daughter? So Mackenzie came out. She's ten, although she looks like older. She's a beautiful, and she brought him a rose. And she said he did pretty good because he got to the he was number eight. I love that because she seemed like beautiful and wise for her years. But at the end of the day, because I have a I have a little boy, at the end of the day, they're going to say stuff that is their age. I loved it. She seems eloquent and amazing, and she goes, "He did come in eight. I know. <laughs> Yeah. And then Kenny cheered up again in front of her. I think you can all see how amazing this young lady is. And I wanted to find like a woman for my life. Like he's such. He's, he is so sweet. He's so, you know, he like, he must have women all over him. He's in Vegas. He's the sweetest guy. He's handsome. He's a great dad. He loves his daughter. He, you know, he must have women right and left. Al? Yeah, because Vegas is, yeah, because Vegas is packed with down to earth women who get that. <laughs> Well, and he's famous. And he's famous. And he's famous. That'll help. Um, so then, all right, blah, blah, blah. Lee, Lee, Lee. Okay, Lee, Lee, Lee. So, oh, my God, I have pages on me. He's so awful. Lee, Lee, Lee. Now we're at Dean. Oh, Dean. And so they brought him up. They said, people like themselves some Dean. They should kill. How much do we love Dean. I like Dean, but then I didn't like what he asked. Well, why did you say you love me? I don't blame him. Because when you play it back, when you play it back, if I was Dean, if somebody said to me, if I was like, I'm falling in love with you, and they're like, I'm falling in love with you too, and you figure it's like a couple weeks before they tape this, she did say it in a way that would make me think I was, like, and then the next night later, they're like, okay, Arden, you're cut. I would... And you get the feeling that he may not have actually let his guard down that much. He let her, 
he let her into his dad's house who was a little odd and and like forced him to you know or whatever like didn't but it's like he she was there in a very vulnerable moment she said i'm falling in love with you and then she cuts you the next night that's harsh man yeah, I mean, you know, I, if you would have gone, like, into that whole thing, like, did you say you love me because the producer said so, that all of America could see my crazy, slummy father? <laughs> that, that would have been interesting, but... But I think I he was... Think she, she was serious. She said I was falling, she's falling in love with him in the moment. But when it gets down to the last two or three... Yeah, if it was me, I'd be madly in love with all three of them. Well, see, that, that therein is, you know, this was happening, right? I mean, it's like, what happens when you're like, oh, here's four really handsome guys that are all really into me, and I'm, you know, in a position where it's okay for me to be, like, really open with all four of them. Sure, you're going to fall right. for all of them, you going know. going on great dates all over the world. Yeah, so exactly. Falling in love with these people. Yeah. Now, so. uh, this is your first time. Alec basically started right in the... Fa- you watched Fantasy Suits with me last year with Ben Higgins and JoJo. You've only watched, yes. like, you only watched Fantasy Suites episodes. Watched, I just watched the boning. Alar just shows up for the boning at the very end. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know also, the, you have to know that the, the boning is better now. They usually just do, like, little discreet references. Like, they pull away and there'd be a candle burning. <laughs> like, you know, now they, like, cut right to the next morning. The sheets are back. Everyone's got their top off. Sometimes like, they do some, like, grunt. They do sometimes grunting sounds. Like, like with Caitlin, they, they had the, ah. Uh, like, when she boned Nick, they did some, like, uh, groaning under, like, just to make it clear, like, boning went on. Yeah, they, I think they're much more graphic about that now than they used to be. Well, how about when Raven said she'd never orgasm and it cut to her doing cartwheels in front of a rainbow wall to, like, Suddenly I See or whatever, like in, in Lapland, Finland. Alaric. <laughs> 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 I, I, I have seen so many women do cartwheels. Oh, really? <laughs> Alaric, are you kind of intrigued by this show? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, intrigued is what Okay, now, Alaric has to watch, because we're going to be here later this month, and I'm making Alaric do a Bachelor in Paradise episode with me. Give Alaric the one-minute pitch of why it's the greatest show on television. Give Alaric, well, first of all, if, if, you don't have to run from it, Alaric. If she, if you're asked if, you know, you enjoy this, it's the same as the Trump presidency. You can't take your eyes off it. So, so first of all, remove all shame, right? And then yeah, it's like the mooch. These people—they're so young, and they think they're so smooth that it's just fun to watch them literally walk into walls like they're wearing tags on their head. Uh, on 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 Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Why should he watch Bachelor in Paradise? Why is it the greatest show on television? Okay, well, um, if, if I may ask, Alaric, how old are you? I'm, 27. I'm, yes, I'm 27 because Arden is not yeah, okay. yet 25. All right, they're, all, they're all wearing bikinis, okay? So okay. Let's just cut to, I don't know what else you're watching at that time of night. I don't know if you have some sort of think tank you're supposed to be in. But they're all wearing bikinis, they're all hammered, and they're all talking about each other. So it's basically high school if people were good looking. That was not my high school experience, I have to say. My high school experience involved a lot of bulky sweatshirts. Yeah. And and me sort of running away. Gianma just wants to come say hi. Here's, say hi, Janet. Hi, Janet. Hello, Janet. <laughs> Hello, Steve. How is my bad boy tonight? Oh, I'm doing so. I haven't seen you since I had you arrested for slipping me a Mickey. And I pulled up Astoria. <laughs> You two had a wonderful weekend there, though. Oh, we sure did. Well, I didn't have her arrested immediately. <laughs> I think the Waldorf Astoria is now kaput. Janet, who do you think is going to win The Bachelor? Well, I don't think it's a winning. I think it's a losing. Okay, who do you think is going to lose The Bachelor? I think it's going to be... Um, New Cheeks? Brian. But, she, but you're afraid he, of his... Mo- Brian. Brian, because... He, she's hot for Brian. She wants to get in the sack. Does he? She doesn't even care about his mother. <laughs> that mother. It's the mother's what the whole show's about. Could you bone zone your way past that mother, Steve? Oh yeah, I got no problem with that. Ah! Like she doesn't even exist. What are you kidding me? You think I've ever been with like what, this beautiful woman that I've ever wanted and been like, gee, I don't know about that mom. <laughs> 
Yes. But would 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 you would you marry that? Would you? Um. Yeah. Well, you know. Then on the other side, if I really thought somebody was somebody I wanted to marry, would I? Would the mother stop me from proposing? But if you have to live in the town with that mother, and she's a mama's girl or a daddy's Why? girl, that sucks. I ain't moving anywhere. Why do you gotta move? Why do you, why do you, because he's not leaving the town. He's a mama's boy who's not leaving Miami. Yeah. So what's the deal? Does she does she pre-announce that she's going to move to no, wherever the no, dude is? No, no, no. Is? But you just get the feeling that he's not moving. So if she no, picks he's not him, moving. he's not moving. He moved. Well, I moved. You, you have to store. You have to come closer. Eric would move to she Dallas. Just, she should just. You know. Oh, I also like how Kenny. I never understand why people don't do this more often. I like how Kenny said, hey, by the way, if it doesn't work out after all the show stuff, I'm around. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I didn't watch. I never watched the. Did I have only watched since Caitlin's season. Who was the guy that picked one and then after the final rose proposed to the number two? Is that really true? Yeah. Yeah, and they got, and they're still mad. Is that the one that did this that disgusting sonogram on stage that we had to watch last night? Uh, I I don't know if that was that couple, but that, I was thinking, what if that sonic, you know, that sonogram can go wrong, you know, that sonogram can find things that you don't want to find. Yeah, we were all like, ew. Yeah, that was really weird because you know, there's a yeah. gel weirdness, but then it's also like, what if they're like, oh uh, yeah, we don't know, you know. What if something really bizarre happens? But uh, obviously they had done it before. They had the Chris Harrison graphic ready to go that he was the boy and all that stuff. So Janet, come here for one second. Come a little closer. You love Dean. Janet thinks Dean is going to be the next bachelor. I do. How much do you love Dean? I loved it. What's not to love? He's so cute. You hated his suit. I hated the clothes. They were so. I Did mean, the pants ever be too tight for you? <laughs> Did you? But you loved you loved the you loved Josiah's purple pants. I loved Josiah's outfit. He had it. He had it coming and going. But you hated. Nobody talked about Alex and his crazy zebra tuxedo in the back row. You know what? You know what, Janet? I usually I wear a thirty-four pants, <laughs> but I next I am going to buy some twenty-eight. <laughs> 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 coming and going. Yeah, you got it coming and going. Um. <laughs> Um, I live. I live in Brooklyn, Steve, which is the which is the home of of white guys walking around in, in pants that are way too skinny for them. Yeah, that's that's the home of the twenty eight pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it, I, I if you really ever want to see it, come visit me. But you need to grow a beard. I'm also the, the like the only guy in Brooklyn without a beard. So so overall, you do you think Dean will be the next Bachelor? Yes. And you don't think you don't think Eric's gonna win. You think no. Eric's not challenging enough for her because he likes no. her too much. He, he likes her too much. She's not into him. You don't think that Peter's gonna beat win or be the bachelor? Well, they're trying to tease us that he's not. No, I don't think he'll be the bachelor. I, I don't think he wants to uh, play this game. Heitner, he's not playing. Hi- yeah, oh, I'm listening. I'm listening to Janet. He already heard me babble. Uh, I'm I'm agreeing with uh, with the lovely lady from uh, Little. Um, I think that uh, he doesn't. He's saying that he doesn't want to play the game. So how are yeah. they going to say yeah. now? We have him with twenty-five women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not going. He's not a player. But I feel like sometimes they like a story of like, will his walls go down? They're not yeah, going down. So you're going to have you're going to have how many weeks of two-hour episodes with mm-hmm. him being in his head? That's what Nick was, and it sucked. Oh yeah, Nick was totally. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I also think Nick was like. He was kind of over the whole thing. He just wanted to be on TV again. Huh? So he kind of just wanted to be on TV again. Yeah. And you had Dean. What's not to like? I God, he's cute. I mean, the only thing we're going to guess him is he's 25, who but who cares? cares? He's so fucking cute. Well, bullshit anyway. He's, he's lovable. Perfect. He's so lovable. It's not bullshit. How dare you? No, it's... It's it, all, yeah. As long as you still have him. How old is he? 25. So it'll be a bunch of 22-year-old women at the Even point. better. Yeah, there you go. So then she came out. It's always the worst episode of the season, but she came out. She looked beautiful. Yeah. And um, so she said to Demario, um, she said, "I've met you, Demario. I've met a met a lot. I've met a number of Demarios." 
Um, people in the audience were wearing a lot of I'm chill till I'm not t-shirt, that duo of the women. Did you see that? Can we wear that together, Heiner, please, at the podcast? What was that? I didn't understand what it was. We were trying, Alec looked it According up. According to the internet, it was a quote from last week's show. I don't remember it. Uh, but it was a quote, a quote from last week's show. Where she said, I'm chill till I'm not. How much do I have to pay you to wear that with me at the Outside Lands Festival? Uh, uh, it's just a, just a T-shirt that says I'm chill till I'm not. So I wear one that says I'm chill, and then yours says till I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you, they were It was two women in black T-shirts with white writing that they kept cutting to, and the one of them said I'm chill, and the other one said dot 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 till I'm not. Till I'm not. All right. Do I have to wear my size 28 pants? Yes. You have to. Wear, <laughs> you're going to get reamed by every bear in San Francisco. <laughs> And a pocket square. <laughs> You're going to get, we are going to lose you like in the mission for like four days. <laughs> is that what the Outland is? Do I have to come out? Exactly. That's it. That's what the Outside Lands Festival is. Steve coming out in a I'm Chill So I'm Not t shirt in a size 28 pants. These coming out, and there's not enough land to run. <laughs> and oh my god, that's amazing! So then, so then she called out. Um, this then she uh, she confronted Lee. She said, uh, and she talked about being the first black bachelorette. And she said, overall, race was not an issue for her. Which which, and I have to say, watching it, it was it didn't feel like it was. And she said, Lee, I'm disappointed in you, but I'm disappointed you in the way you handled yourself. I wish you could see how you had this opportunity to get to know all these dudes. Um, and then she said, um, you had you were surrounded by all these awesome men. You can exit stage left, and I'd be more than happy to give you a history lesson. <laughs> you understand yeah. that? And he said, I want to apologize to you. And then she said, Lee, goodness, you don't need to watch playback to see how great they are. She was just, she's so good at being the Bachelorette. But she's fabulous. Oh, she's so eloquent. That's why I didn't like her little thing on, uh, uh, what's his name, DeMario, DeMario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her first comment of who? Like, yeah, it's a little, that's a little lame. Yeah. I know, and then she goes, and then she was, at first she was also a little bit like, I know you don't believe it, but I missed all of you. And I thought, actually, some of them really liked you, so don't be like flip about it. Yeah, exactly. And then, okay. and then she called out and she was saying, and people were saying, who's Matt? Who's, she's so weird about Matt and Adam. Like, let me tell you about these wonderful men. Like, the penguin man is like, why is she so weird about those two? Um, and then for, I don't know. I know. I, I like, I've never seen anything wonderful about either one of them. Yeah. And then Fred, I felt like Fred, the kid who was a camp counselor, he was freaking me out. And he was like, I am the... What's that applause break he got? I don't understand what he said. That was so great. I don't know. He actually was like, felt stalkery. Stalkery. And my friend Lori texted me a bunch of like screen, because she goes deep in online. She found a bunch of screen grabs online from like... Like, high school girls, they were like, why is Fred from The Bachelorette following me? But I like, it's like he started following all these high school girls on Twitter. That's weird. Really? Yeah, I'll text them to you. That's my move. Yeah, that's a Heidner. It's like, is is Heidner playing the part of Fred? Um, That's right. That and the, oh, by the way, if it doesn't work out with these, here's my card. Yeah, that's a pure Heidner. Yeah. And then they did the bloopers. I loved her yawning. Her yawning when he, she was talking. Yeah, yawning was good. Yawning was good. The go- Dean and his gum behind the ear. Oh, God. Awesome. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So basically, OJ was great, too. Oh, my God. The guy the guy calling her OJ. Was it Josiah? Josiah. It was Josiah, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was also, I also loved Josiah. Eating, stuffing his face with oysters, and he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, "What is this? I have no idea, but I'm gonna eat it." I loved that. And then she says, "I'm these are salty, just like Josiah on his way home tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and then I love them. The golf carts crashing the golf carts, and then it was so weird that he called her OJ. <laughs> Yeah, but the golf carts was like a promo. You could tell those were actors that got yes. it. Yeah, they were yes. really bad. Like, yeah, you want real white golfers? Come to Little Compton. Um, those were fake. Those are. Yeah. 
you want acting like that, you just get my reel, baby. <laughs> and they can find that at steveheitner.com for all your touring needs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this has been a real... So we know she gets engaged. We know she gets engaged because... For and we can't say who's coming, who, uh, but there was all these there was all these ladies that we were trying to get for outside lands, and no one's invited because Rachel's having an engagement party that weekend, which means she's actually like, like going through the motions of acting like she's maybe getting married. To me, that kind of rules out Peter, doesn't it? That would count Peter out. You think? But maybe her, t- maybe he, maybe he cracks. Maybe it's a paradise by the bat- dashboard light cell. Uh. All aboard, all aboard the cheekbone train, my friend. <laughs> Why do you think Eric's going to win? And I hope you're right, Al. You get the final word. You know, her family didn't like Brian. Uh, no, th- they they saw through him. And, you know, and I think, and his mother was, like, really legitimately kind of frightening and, and, and quite hostile to- you know, towards Rachel. And like you know, why would you? Why would you even risk signing up for that? Because she could sleep with him. Yeah. Well, you can, no, you can sleep with him. You get to sleep with him in the, in the fantasy suite, mom. She gets to go bone all of them in Spain. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So you know, you can sleep oh, with him yeah. in the fantasy suite, and then pick Eric. Exactly. Well, to Willie Marine. To Willie Marine. Can I? Can I just say how much I love the Marine Clan? Oh, we love you so much. We'll put it on. We'll just keep recording. Tell us again. Yeah, tell us again how much you love us. I love you all more than life itself. Even though you're all a bunch of grifters who have tried to swindle me endlessly, I love each and every one of you. How much do you love Janet Marine? Oh. Janet? We've heard, Janet we've heard how much you love Janet Marine. Janet Marine is my scarecrow. I love her the best. <laughs> I know. You're, oh, you love, you're Mr. Most of All, there Scarecrow. <laughs> what, Behave yourself, Steve. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to meet you in New York City for some rascling with Janet Marie. I might even have another drink. Well, the Waldorf's not there. We'll have to go somewhere else. He was saying that he's never had somebody vicariously enjoy a martini as much as Willie did. <laughs> That's the truth. We'll have to go get a martini on behalf of Willie oh somewhere God. fun. On behalf. Very on behalf. cold, very dry, but a twist. Extra, extra, extra dry beef feed a martini on the rocks of the twist That's to right. Willie Marine, everybody. Here we go. Okay, over and out. Over and out. Good talking to you, Steve. Here, wait, Steve, I'm going to hang on to you, and I'm going to turn off the podcast. Bye, guys. I'll be back in the studio next week with Rob and Aaron for the finale. Bye. Oh, yeah. Going to get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Now leaving. Nerdist.com Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. 
this Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com.